2: I wish I was like six foot nine so I can get with Leoshi cause she don't know me but yo she's really fine you know I see her all the time everywhere I go even in my dreams I got schema ways to make her mine cause I know she's living fat her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball so how am I gonna compete with that? Because when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked, and in some cases, never picked at all. So I just lean up on the wall, or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch their man ball. Dag y'all, I never understood black, like, while the jocks get the fly girls, and me, I get the hood rats. I tell them scats, skittles, kababble, got hit with a bottle, been in the hospital for talking that mess. I confess it's the chain when you living in a city that's the size of a box, and nobody knows your name. Glad I came to my senses, like quick quick, got sick sick to my stomach, it by thoughts me and her together, right? So when I asked out, she said I wasn't a type. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-born caller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. That's the type of people I hate. Yo, y'all know the lyrics. Come on sing with me. Shimbi <laughs> <laughs> Shimmy Yaw, Shimbi Yam, Shimmy Yah. Give me the mic so I can take it away. Both on the natural charge, bone for yards. From the home of the Dodger Brooklyn squad Wu-Tang, killer on the swarm, Rain right on your college-ass disco yeah. dorm But well, you did even touch my skill You gotta go to one killer B And he ain't for the kill now Chop that down, pass it all around Pirates get hard, quick cement to the ground For any MC and any 52 strikes I get psycho killer Norman Bates, my producer slam My floor was like, bam Jump on stage, the thing I did, damn But I'm a crook in a band of pump rules. Sometimes I feel like I'm Wow,
0: it looks amazing. We got the space. We got the space.
1: Are they going to open before us? <sighs> yeah, I'm excited. I don't know what to expect.
2: I was the OG homewrecking whore of this group. And then came Lala, and now here you are. <laughs> be- We're not divorced yet. This is my husband.
0: He's like married with kids.
1: He wants to f- the sh- out of her cow. You
0: guys are disgusting. I want to light them both on f- fire. And yeah. I want you to know kind of what you've signed up for being right. with
2: him. Should I ask Ali to marry me?
0: I'm so f- done.
2: Having sex
1: like four times a year. I
0: cannot have sex with somebody who feels like a stranger.
1: Open relationships are f- tall. This is a full blown love you affair. I wish we both would have tried harder.
0: You don't deserve one f- tear of mine. She saw the both of you at the Abbey together. You
1: don't know what's going on between us.
2: I don't regret our relationship. I had so much rage in me. We will learn how to deal with your problems.
1: You want anything?
2: For you to die.
1: Welcome to a very special episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan. This is your Tuesday episode. Now... I was planning on doing a little bit of a different episode today, but then you wake up on a Monday and they hit you with a Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer, even though we're not even at the mid-season yet, and your whole life changes. So what you just heard, I mean, you heard a mashup, and that's just a, that's just a you know, titillate you, but then you heard the audio of the mid-season trailer. Now, you've probably seen the mid-season trailer. If you haven't, it's available on my Instagram, everybody's Instagram. I think they posted it today. You've probably seen it already, but have you dug deep? Yeah, you probably have, (laughs) but have you dug as deep as I have? You might have, who knows, but I'm going to take you deep inside the Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer. I break down everything. Now, this was actually really interesting. We released this on YouTube this afternoon, we've been using this app called StreamYard that has so many cool capabilities. We're playing around with it now, but if you go over to the YouTube, you can... Uh, Maritza Lopez, who works on the show, you she got all of these stills together of the trailer because you heard all the dialogue, but even the pictures in between the dialogue, so powerful. The one of Ariana screaming it is just so damn intense uh so you can go over to youtube and watch that full breakdown it's actually really fun to watch but i'm going to do the full audio version breakdown of that and believe me folks i describe it i mean i think this is one of the best descriptions audio wise you're gonna hear on this trailer breakdown. I mean, really, I go really deep into what I think each moment means. I think I'm right about 80% of what I'm saying on this, this breakdown. It's only a minute and 30 trailer, uh, minute and 30 second trailer, and I make it 45 minutes, which kind of really sums up a lot of this podcast. By the way, if you're listening for the first time or if you just started listening in the last couple of weeks, how are you doing? Thank you for giving us a shot. Thank you for continuing to listen. Remember, there are timestamps. Like, you can skip right to the breakdown right now. You don't even have to listen to this first part. You, you know, you just skip around, listen at your leisure. Uh, But we really appreciate you being here. If you do like it, remember to rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Okay. So I want to talk about a couple of things that happened today. Now, listen, I teased my sister and my niece being on to talk about Taylor Swift's opening night concert. Um, They, (laughs) it's my niece's spring break. And it turns out being on uh, her Crazy Uncle's podcast isn't her top priority. Uh, shocking, I know. So they're going to be on Wednesday's episode with another guest. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking to them tomorrow. Very cute. Um, so that's fine. We always have plenty to, t- to talk about. And this this mid-season trailer really just... I was like, man, you couldn't post this on Wednesday. You can't give us a couple days of breath with Vanderpump Rules. Now, Andy has confirmed that Thursday is going to be the reunion. There is no stopping this thing. Andy, I believe, is flying out on Wednesday. He talked about it on his radio show today. And he has, uh, I believe, watched episodes 9 and 10, and then he's going to watch 11 and 12 on the plane. My curiosity, which I say in the trailer breakdown as well, is how many episodes is this? I heard that it was going to be 18 episodes. Are they going to shorten the season because so much has happened? and it might have deflated other parts of the episodes. I woke up this morning to this, and Kiki Monique, Talk of Shame, who I love, she was like, do you want to go live? And I was like, hey, I just woke up. Why not go live? And we talked for 40 minutes over there, and uh, you can find that over on our Instagram. She's awesome. But uh, I've just been thinking about this all day. Uh, Now, a couple of people on the YouTube have answered a couple of questions. I talk about one scene or a couple of scenes in the mid-season trailer where I'm like, where are they? I don't think they're at Sheena's wedding. Turns out they're at a bar in Hermosa Beach, uh, which I will try to find out the name of. But it was good to get confirmation, And, and we also got... Uh, The confirmation of the man in the pool with Ariana, you know, where they make it look like she potentially is hooking up with another guy. That's our friend Brett Kenyon, who's one of Sheena's best friends, and uh, he's awesome. We talk about him, uh, but you guys, Jax and Brittany, uh, they have taken New York by storm. Brittany Brittany is posting on the New York streets with Jax, and I feel it's just funny. It's like their time has come. And I think Brittany posted an Instagram with Jax crossing the street, and it was like, my bestie for the resty of my lifey. I don't know. It was like something. <laughs> that. Now, remember, it's going to air on Wednesday night after Vanderpump rules. But since Andy's going to be flying, I believe that we'll be shooting. Uh, tomorrow, I believe, uh, it's going to be a busy week for Vanderpump Rules. Also, that comment I talked about on Monday's episode, uh, Lara Marie Shainals from Sex Unique Podcast, wasn't that great? So fun. But we were talking about Katie's comment about Joe, Schwartz's supposed new girlfriend, and, um, and you know, called her a crackhead, and it was like spooky and all that stuff. Those comments got removed by Instagram. So I guess i guess a lot of people reported it or joe his girlfriend didn't like it who knows but welcome to reality shows welcome to reality tv also winter house where schwartz is filming right now we got a picture today i'm worried about winter house season three We got a picture of Captain Sandy. Captain Sandy from Below Deck is there. Um, okay. (laughs) They're just, they're throwing as much shit at this Winter House and just seeing what sticks. Uh, speaking of Winterhouse, we know Kyle is there. I don't know if Amanda finally got to join him, but I watched tonight's episode of Summer House and, uh, uh, we still have some trouble. We're we're having some issues. I'll be talking about that on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I hope to get that out for you guys tomorrow night. I do video and audio of that as well. And I I found the last couple of episodes, I don't want to say painful, never give up on a show that you love, and I do love Summer House, but there are a lot of things not working, and those things, I believe, continue to not work in this episode, even though there was more overall, if you want to call it action, but I feel like, at a certain point, everybody can't keep, well, I mean, they can obviously keep not liking Lindsay, but it doesn't really... (laughs) doesn't really move the plot forward. Now, there are certain things about Lindsay even in this episode that I'm like, yeah, you probably should have gone to Montauk. Carl's a big boy. He could watch a movie on Netflix while you go away. You gotta let your girl or let your guy go have fun without you. That, you know, those are kind of troubling. And, and Danielle, we see the cracks starting to really form. And of course, Paige, seems to be the one really stoking that fire. And also it's hard because Carl and Kyle, these two best friends, Kyle is so funny as a CEO, he really doesn't seem concerned with the CEO-ness of his business at all, but he is super concerned about his best friend. I've never heard a CEO talk so much about his best friend. It almost made me wonder like, does Elon Musk have a best friend at Twitter that he's always like, no matter what happens at Twitter, bro, I just hope it does not affect our friendship in the least. 140 characters, 280, I don't care. It's our friendship that's number one. But Kylo will always say the friendship is number one, and then just shit all over. Lindsay, who is Carl's girlfriend, supposedly the love of his life now, and I'm like that's usually not a good step if you're trying to be best friends with somebody. Also, I always have that question too as you get older. At what age do we stop calling people our best friends? Like I always think it's like giving out like acting award like acting trophies at the Oscars. Can you really say what the best performance of the year is? Because they all move you and they all move certain people more than other people. All of that stuff. But I always wonder like is it, you know, if am I going to be in my 70s like like I just discovered a new best friend, and then how many best friends can you have? Like, do you do, do other best friends lose the best friend title when you get a new best friend? Can you have, you can you have 20 best friends? I mean, Ramona Singer, if you remember uh, Real Housewives of New York, she didn't she have like 50 best friends that all pitched in for that fancy purse at her birthday party a couple of seasons ago? Anywho, off on a tangent. I think Summer House has a lot of issues. I'm excited to talk about it, though. But this this episode was better than most. But also, a couple of the new characters, Chris and Sam, came up to Kyle and was like, Hey, Kyle, we just want you to be happy because your mood affects the entire house. And I'm like, this is, like, desperate, man. You have the new people begging Kyle to be fun. Also, really enjoying Kyle's mullet still in the scenes. I'm not enjoying Kyle's mullet in the talking heads the 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 talking head mullet shot tonight really worried about him it's it's getting to a scary place it's not even a fun place it's fun in the summer house but in the talking head he tried to like um try to style it a little bit it was uh it was too much just for my liking who knows you people might love it i don't know um so we have that happening summer house we have the vanderpump rules stuff jackson Brittany about to take watch what happens live um there's some, oh, God, the one thing I wanted to talk about the trailer, I don't know if I said this in the trailer breakdown, it really is missing one shot of Kristen Doty. Oh, also, Demois Demois got a blind today that Tom Sandoval is coming back from a, um, a family vacation, not his family per se, in Tucson. And allegedly, that is where Raquel's family is or are vacationing. If this dude is out there in Tucson... And by the way, I'm Tempe. I'm an ASU guy, not a U of A guy in Tucson. So ASU now is definitely better than U of A. Not in educational purposes, but just better overall. Um, I mean, if they're taking fucking family vacations, this thing... I mean, the balls on this dude. The balls on this dude. Um, It's just... uh, I don't like it, folks. I'll tell you right now, I don't like it. Also, we've got to give uh, some some positive energy. I know I always sound so cheesy when I say that. Amanda Bynes, unfortunately, she had a uh, another mental incident and was found roaming the streets naked where she came up to a car and said she was coming down from a psychotic episode and uh, she was wandering around naked downtown Los Angeles. So keep her in your thoughts. So she's placed on a 50... She's placed on a psychiatric hold right now and... Uh, it, it, it Amanda herself was the one that made the 911 call. So keep her, her in your thoughts. I was hoping that she was doing better. And it just also goes to show you, you know, mental health is a lifelong battle. Whether you have, um, you know, severe mental health issues or, or even just things that... Uh, I mean, it's just, even for me, it, it's a struggle on a daily basis, but uh, I, I'm a lot luckier than most, and it's one of those things like working out or eating right, which um, I know can sound cheesy in a way, but you got to make working on your mental health a part of your everyday life, and I know that can sound really uh, up on a pulpit because I still have not figured out the perfect thing for me, and there's a lot of times where I'm just not happy, where I'm just sad, you know, but you got to you gotta work every day at this, and, and it really... Uh, just really saddened me to to read that today particularly. Okay, back to some fun stuff. I told you on Monday's episode all the good TV we got coming this week. We got Ultimate Girls Trip. But isn't it weird that we haven't had really we've had little to no Ultimate Girls Trip promotion? Like what does that mean? Does that mean they don't have any faith in the season? It really does it worry you like it worries me? I mean this is what this is what I spent my life for. Does it worry... hey you guys have you woken up worried about it like I have? Well, it worries me. I feel like we should be getting a lot more promotion, and I feel like we're getting little to none. Are they going to bury this? I'm so confused about their launch plans. Truly, um, so uh, also keep keep Ultimate Girls Trips in your thoughts and prayers. Um, also, uh, like I said earlier about Jackson Brittany, I do want to remind people Brittany seems like a very nice person. But even in New York, there was like a clip of, uh, you know, Britney coming out of like, Team Ariana, woo! And it's like, that's amazing and all that. But I do want to point out, Jax, you got a lot of explaining to do, my man. Um, and I hope this is brought up on Watch What Happens Live. Because Jax made fun of uh, uh, Ariana's mental health and her sexuality multiple times over the seasons. And, uh, you know, don't jump on a bandwagon just because it makes your uh, ex-best friend or whatever you want to call Tom Sandoval look bad. I mean, or, you know, don't jump on the team Ariana Wagon. I'm hoping Jax will be as as honest as he can be. I will definitely be glued to my TV. And you know what? what I was glued to my TV tonight is Yellow Jackets, the Showtime show that I loved the first season of the second season comes out on Sunday. And, um, you know what? I, uh, I watched the, uh, second season premiere tonight. I got, you know, the, the Lord provided and I was able to watch the first couple of episodes of Yellow Jackets season two. I was, I'm I was so excited to watch it and I am not going to say anything about it. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, and I might have the first six episodes and I don't know. so that, uh, it blows my mind. I was so excited. I needed that, you know, and it's always good. Do you find this if you watch reality television for so long to watch a scripted television show? And you're like, ah, this is a nice change of pace. It's not even, it's not like going out and exercising as a nice change of pace or reading a book. It's always like, yes, I will just watch a non reality television show. Okay, you guys, let's get into this. It's not going to be a long episode today. I mean, God, it's going to be over an hour, which is usually most podcasts for other people, but not this one, but we are going to uh, do that. Remember, there's going to be a commercial halfway through. We always ask you to take a look at our sponsors. I think this uh, week's sponsor is Nutrafol, and I actually do use that product. I do love it, so listen to that uh, commercial, if you will. Also, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I think I've mentioned this the last couple of days, and at the end of this, but it's really scaring me because we put this on, on YouTube. And it already got like 5,000 views or something, something ridiculous for a short amount of time. And we're really close to 5,000 subscribers. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were at like 3.5 and now we're close to like 4.4. And I was like, oh my God, it'll take another year to get to 5,000. And the reason why, I mean, like I want to get to 5,000, but the reason I don't want to get to 5,000 is because I said when we got to 5,000, I would eat a raw onion on camera. And I just have a real phobia of raw (laughs) onions. Either way, (laughs) the people that are really just getting used to this show are like, oh my God, he truly is insane. I don't know, raw onions really scare me. It's like I'm fine with like plane rides, snakes, all that stuff. Raw onions scare the shit out of me. So we're... um, I think we're like 600 followers away from 5,000, but it moved so quickly today. I think we got like 400 new people. Then I'm like, no, I do not. I'm not emotionally or mentally prepared to eat a raw onion by the end of the week. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I'll yank that YouTube channel before we get to 5,000. Anyways, thank you guys so much for the kind words and comments and all of that stuff. Um, my mom was so cute. She's been uh, watching Vanderpump Rules tonight. And... Uh, I'm going to go see, I'm going to be with them for a couple of weeks, starting next week, thankfully. Um, but she wants to be a part of the conversation. She was like, they're always playing at the Canyon Club. What is the Canyon Club, Ryan, where Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras play? And uh, she then even had a comment. She was like, oh, remember when he did Stacy's Mom, the cover of Fountains of Wayne, but he changed it to Schwartzy's Mom? And then my mom was like, does he like older women? And I was like, mom, Get your mind out of the gutter. You're not going anywhere near Tom Sandoval. Or, have you already gone near Tom Sandoval? I don't put anything past this guy anymore. Disgusting. You stay away from my mom, Tom Sandoval. Uh, No, but in all seriousness, this uh, trailer was very emotional. I think there's a lot of funny stuff, too, that we talk about. But, man, didn't it just kind of blow you away in so many ways? And I just wanted to say, like, you know, what's amazing... Is This is what we truly love reality shows for. We sit through so much shit, you know, being fans of reality shows. I'm not fans of sports, but I always hear my friends talk about sports teams like, oh, I'm a fan of the Bears, and we never have a good season, and it's I've been a fan for 20 years, and being a fan of such and such, you're just used to misery. Being a fan of reality shows sometimes is the same way, because you'll sit through multi-years of bad seasons, but then you hit upon a magic season that kind of just blows you away. And I think we're in one of those on Vanderpump Rules now. And it's one of those weird things because, like we said yesterday, it's like you're enjoying somebody else's personal pain. But so be it. That is reality television, folks. So without further ado, here is the mid-season trailer. We got to do this. Meditsa, if you're listening, we got to do this for OC, the trailer coming up. We got to do this for everything because it was just so dang fun. So here it is. I will talk to you on Wednesday with my sister and another— my sister, my niece, and another great guest who I'm talking to tomorrow— and I just hope you guys are having the best week ever. Mondays kind of suck, I know, but I hope Tuesdays are going to be way better for you. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay, you guys, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good. This is not what I was planning to do. If you listened to Monday's episode, I thought we were going to get the trailer by Wednesday, but of course, they hit it with us right on Monday morning. It's usually Friday night's are like the big news story uh, days, and then Monday mornings they hit you with something, so it already starts the week, like you feel like you're on a roller coaster. But we got the mid-season trailer. There's so many questions about this thing, Um, and I talked with Kiki Monique Talk of Shame earlier. We we went live, like right when I woke up, and now I've watched this thing a billion times, and I want to take you guys through shot by shot of this. Now, this is a podcast, but you can also go over to the YouTube, and you're going to be able to see uh, picture after picture that I will be describing. So, you know, this, th- if you're listening to the podcast, the perfect way to listen to this is if you're potentially blind, cause I will just take you through the whole thing. Now, Maritza Lopez, who makes all of the graphics and all that stuff, she is, she, she made all of these stills and she is going to be going through these one at a time. And I will be describing what you're seeing, but let me just set it up with, uh, there's so many questions about this. I think I have a lot of the answers for you already. Um, but w- one of the main questions that we don't know is how long this season is. I was told weeks ago, even before the sandball crap started, that this was going to be an 18 episode season. Um, and then we knew they were now shooting because of the sandball mess, uh, one, if not two extra episodes. Plus they are filming the reunion this Thursday. They are not moving the date for the hearing, that uh uh, Raquel Rachel has against Sheena they are recording on Thursday I don't have an answer for this even though I keep trying to get this the only thing I can think of is that Andy was like listen dude I I scheduled this thing and I cannot move my schedule because he's always doing something because I'm trying to think why maybe to not let the tension out because there's so much heat on this story right now maybe they don't want to wait another couple weeks to see things die down but we really don't know so my my fear is Well, Andy said on his radio show today, you guys, that uh, he has seen episodes 9 and 10 or 8. He said, and then he said he has two more to watch on the plane, which would bring it up to potentially a 12 episode season. My thing is, though, I heard it was way more episodes, so my fear is, is Andy not going to watch all of the episodes (laughs) before he does the reunion? It's like, slow down, Andy. I want you to be fully informed. Also, should I stand outside where they're filming in Los Angeles with a sandwich board that says, like, Team Ariana and Katie? Um, That would be sad, but that's kind of my brand. So let's go through the mid-season trailer. This is only a minute and a half, you guys, but it packs such a punch. Now, it starts... It, the music even is, is intense it's like Boney Vare, if you know him it's like it's like really sad intense music and you see brock and sheena obviously after they say their i do's and it's a beautiful way to start because they both look really amazing you see the water in the background because uh you know they they, they had a destination wedding so we see that that's where we start and we already know at this wedding is potentially... What we do know is where Schwartz and Raquel supposedly make out. But not with further information that's all come out that's not in this trailer. We know that Raquel disappeared for three hours during this wedding where she is not accounted for. If we could get this next slide to come up, that would be... Okay, now this is we see, uh, they say, wow, this looks amazing. We got the space. We got the space. And they're referring to something about her, the sandwich shop that Ariana and Katie are opening together. Now, this is just a couple doors down from Sir... And they do get this space. This is a very real sandwich shop. They're already selling merchandise, which they were going to sell anyways. We see them, and they both look great. So this is kind of uh, a—and I had heard they had filmed this scene where they had a couple sandwiches present, and everybody got to taste it for filming. Um, And then we go to uh, Schwartz going like, Are they going to open before us, man? Which is that's like where this originally was headed was the who's going to open first, Schwartz and Sandy's or something about her, which also just shows you that, that these women potentially know way more what they're doing and then get things done a lot quicker than Schwartz and Sandoval, which I think already is an interesting plot line if we didn't even have any of this. So you see Schwartz really feeling it in this denim blue thing. And there's so many scenes at Schwartz and Sandy's where Schwartz is like, I don't know what we're doing, man. Like, it's it's really incredible. Um, And then... We go to Katie walking in with, and we saw this guy. If you if you were following like Daily Mail and Us Weekly, she had dated this guy. I think he potentially was a model, and I think he was maybe. I don't want to miss like he. I think he's like twenty eight or twenty nine, and he's like Katie's dates. Like I don't know what to expect walking in here. Now she's in this beautiful black uh, short skirt dress. Uh, it looks to be on. I mean, this looks to be on Santa Monica Boulevard, if I'm not mistaken, but it doesn't look to be Tom Tom. I I mean, it's somewhere. So I'm either it's a date or a birthday party um, or something. And obviously we see this dude later on in this trailer. So this is either in the same episode or this dude makes multiple appearances. And I don't believe Katie is with this guy anymore. And then okay, so this this shot, you guys, is we see Sandoval shirtless and Uh, it looks like he's wearing either black undies or something. His hair's like swept over his face. We see the mustache. We see the lightning bolt necklace. And he's kissing somebody who is like under the covers, like really tight. You see a pink face mask on and you see a nose. Now, this is the most debated shot of the entire trailer because this, we believe this to be at Sheena's wedding. And, um... It's a different backdrop than Tom and Katie's bedroom because they've done scenes in there. So we assume this is the hotel at Sheena's wedding. And everybody is like, look at the nose. Is it more of a flared nose? Is it like a skinnier nose? Now, I hate to break it to everybody. Is that this is a classic case of misdirection on Bravo and the producer's parts. Because we know what's to come. So they know we're going to be thinking, oh my God, is that Raquel? Is he kissing Raquel at Sheena's wedding when she had disappeared for three hours? I hate to break it to everybody. But this is Ariana right here. We have other scenes with Ariana in the pink sleeping face mask. Um, And I I hate to break that to you. I mean, by the way, it would be horrifying. My first thought, though, I will tell you when I saw this before I started watching it obsessively uh, was that, oh my God, because we knew two weeks ago when they got cameras up again, that Chris and Doty confirmed there is a kiss between Tom Sandoval and Raquel that they filmed. Now, who knows if that'll make the, the final cut. But this, we know, is at Sheena's wedding at the hotel she booked. So this is not that scene. And if it was... Because look at it, this This, to me, reads as this dude's been partying. Um, and maybe, like, in my head, just my imagination is like... He's like... She's like, I'm just going to keep sleeping. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to throw out partying. party and let's go. I just want to party. And she's like, no, babe, I'll stay here. And he's like, okay, well, as long as I can go party. And then he goes off. And in my head... Flippin' probably hangs out with that Rachel Raquel girl. What's the next shot? Okay, and then we cut to Sheena looking very put together, very beautiful. Looks like she's making some sort of jewelry. Uh, I don't know, Did does Sheena or Rachel... I know Sheena has a brow line... Or, uh, but I don't know if she has a jewelry line, but she's making some sort of jewelry, and Sheena's like, I was the OG home wrecking whore of this group, and then came Lala, and now here you are to Rachel Raquel. Now, remember, as a history of Vanderpump rules, the show started on the back of Sheena. Um, Sheena, sorry, I'm getting text too from Hiditsa. She does have a false eyelash line. Um, she, uh, so Sheena, remember. Had a, an affair with Eddie Cibrian, who was with Brandy Glanfeld from Beverly Hills, and that was the backdoor pilot of Vanderpump Rules. So Shino was the OG. Then came Lala, because Lala, and this is what frustrates me even about Lala, is that like, Listen, you know, even Sheena Sand in the midseason trailer. It doesn't mean it's like right or you're like bound by this your entire life, but that's how people made fun of you on the show initially. La la was being a home wrecker because this secretive dude of turned out to be Randall. They said that he was married at the time. Like, this is not this is not us saying this. This is actually your cast members in the show saying it. And now she's talking to Raquel uh Rachel Rachel. Raquel Rachel. And she's saying, now you're doing it. Now this is in regards to Schwartz. They're not laughing about Tom Sandoval and stuff. This was filmed pre-any of this. And Raquel's like, ha, ha 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 ha. She's like laughing. And this is where you like Raquel Rachel seems to be getting uh, way like just like really comfortable I think she's really at a point in the season where she's starting to be like I stood up to Lala and I've stood up to Katie and people like me and Sheena likes me so I, it feels like she's getting her confidence and potentially not getting cocky but getting a little more comfortable in the her role this season, because remember, if the Sandoval hadn't have happened, this would be a underdog story that was kind of going her way in a lot of ways of a season of finding herself, of discovering herself. Doesn't matter who how many dudes she's made out with, because those dudes make out with a lot of girls as well. So this would have been an underdog story if we didn't know the information now. Then it cuts to the Schwartz and Raquel kiss. Now this is just one brief kiss at Sheena's wedding. And you can tell Raquel's like after she after they do it, she's like you tell she's excited. This I don't believe is the kiss, the the, the kiss kiss. It's at the wedding, but I don't think it's the kiss kiss uh, because we see another picture. I think in the the first trailer that was released that was even in a different location. I believe same outfit from different... Lo- By the way, the the intensity and the amount of information I know about this already, it's really sad. But I this is just one of the kisses. So my, my curiosity is... And this is the other thing too. If already Sandoval and Raquel had something going, which that's, that's what they're saying, it might have been on the lighter side at, at this point because this really was something that she was still... I mean, you could say, you know, Sandoval was, like, encouraging her. Who knows? But maybe it was like this... I, I don't know. I'm just really, truly guessing. Maybe it was one of those things they made out and was like, oh, my God, let's never do that again. And, oh, my God, it would ruin everything. Oh, my God. And, you know... People can like more than one person at a time. She might have really been curious of making out with Schwartz and thought he was hot and thought of all of those things. But I do want to remind people she does know Joe, who is his roommate, who he also has a crush on and is potentially his girlfriend. It's a very tangled web. Then we cut to Katie. And Katie, once again, is telling Raquel Rachel, we're not divorced yet. This is my husband. I said this on many episodes now, Everybody seems to, like, be locked into hating Katie still in this weird way. And it's like, guys, she's allowed to still have these feelings about her husband. Like, she had these feelings about her husband when her husband actually was cheating in their marriage when they were fully together and people still hated Katie. And now we see that this dude... It was is you know, he's still I don't know, it's just a mess, but Katie looks um really sad here in, in the shot. She looks great, but she looks sad once again telling Rachel Raquel, why do you keep doing this? I don't know where that was, but then we go back to um we go back to all uh Oliver and Raquel Rachel making out. Now I believe Maritza, if you could text me real quick. I don't believe that... I believe this is a new makeout because the makeout that we saw at Disco Pussy in Vegas... uh, I can't believe I said that. Disco Pussy uh, was, like, really really weirdly lit with a disco ball behind them. And it was, like, shimmering, like a Stanley Kubrick movie. So I believe this is uh, at a different location and someone says, he's, like, married with kids. Um, Then... Okay, so then we go to this pool scene... And we saw a little bit of this in the initial trailer. It's Sandoval and Raquel. And Raquel, I want to point out, um, nobody's really pointed this out. You know how (laughs) Raquel got so much shit uh, in this past episode where they were like the three girls were in bed after they were wasted in Vegas and she had that pile of mush she was eating and she goes, "What." Well, it's lucky you don't have a man. And she made this weird hand gesture. She was like, eh? She's making the same weird hand gesture in the pool. She's making the same... You can see it in the image here. She's making the the hand gesture, which goes like... You know how we all have those hand gestures we make? Raquel is addicted to this weird hand gesture. My question is, she's also wearing these white glasses at night... These could be hers, but they could also be Tom Sandoval's. Now, if you... I I don't think we have the, the shot here, but I believe somebody is right next to Tom on the other side in the pool, which could be Ariana, could be Ariana, who knows... Um, but she, but Raquel, what you can tell from this is she's fucked up. This is a fucked up hand motion that she was fucked up in Vegas doing. So this is the pool. I'm assuming it's a pool at one of the night before Sheena's wedding, the night of Sheena's wedding, which is when all hell was breaking loose. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, we were on the next slide right now, but my thought of, this is just, my thought is, remember, we always heard, we all heard the rumors that, even Sheena was encouraging Raquel to make out with Schwartz. What if that pool scene, which now we read completely differently, but what if that pool scene is Sandoval is like, you should make out with Schwartz. Just do it. What if he's talking, like, that's just a complete guess. Um, okay, so next slide we go to is uh, we have Allie, James's, uh current girlfriend, and James is like, he wants to fuck the shit out of Raquel. And, and DJ James Kennedy is really livid. And this is another misdirection by Bravo or the production, I believe, because we watch it with all the current information going, oh my God, is DJ James Kennedy talking about Sandoval? I don't believe so. I think he's talking about Schwartz. And I believe this is another one at Schwartz's wedding because uh, they're both wearing white, I believe. And this is another thing where I would love to talk to Ali someday because my thought is like... Does it bother her that her dude gets so passionately upset about anything to do with his ex? Like, you know, (laughs) Allie seems to be living on this earth in some fashion, even compared to Raquel Rachel. We've seen her since 2018, and she's always kind of seemed a little out there in space. Allie seems to, you know, have normal thoughts. (laughs) So she's kind of like, what are you doing, dude? And I think she even literally says, going, you guys are disgusting, Now, that could mean so many things, but in my head going like, it's literally like my reading of that is like, dude, you guys are all toxic people. Like this show, like this show has made you guys all toxic. You're just disgusting. You just like literally pass each other around and all bang each other because you're on a show called Vanderpump Rules. I'm sure I'm reading into that too much. Then we go back to Katie and this is amazing in terms of the lighting, you guys, so it's all like blue background. The production this year is just off the chain. And Katie goes <laughs> Katie once again goes I want to like them both on on a fucking fire. And I will say okay, so Katie has said fire. She like wants to light people on fire. She said it in her social media post, she said it on the show before. She says it again. She's obsessed with this lighting people on fire, but what's so cool is right after that, the light goes from this like neon blue uh, blue to this like really intense crimson red and she turns into like green like the Hulk. Like incredible Katie Hulk and it is so it's just really good. It's just like a very stunning visual. It's very independent horror film to me. It's really good. And and then we go to Lala on a catamaran with Ali. So I'm assuming this is events at Sheena's wedding as well. And Lala's like, I want you to know kind of what you signed up for being with him, which is obviously DJ James Kennedy. And this is very interesting because Lala does seem to be invested in their relationship. We already saw that from like the first episode when they were at Hotel Ziggy for DJ James Kennedy's um, little DJ gig. Uh, And then we go to James... They're all wearing really funny sunglasses in these uh, Sheena's wedding. I, I'm guessing Diff Eyewear sponsored this whole wedding. He's wearing these like pink glasses. But he's talking to Lala. I believe another scene from this wedding. James asks Lala, should I ask Ali to marry me? Which is just ridiculous in any form of like at this point. <laughs> I mean, just uh, DJ James Kennedy's commitment to wanting to be committed commit committed to somebody is wild because he's so far from being a person that should even want to be commitment, you know, uh, in a commitment with somebody. And then Lala immediately is like, uh talk to the hand. She like she's like I'm so fucking done with this right now. And this is interesting too because there's a lot of different things. A lot of people go, well Lala and DJ James Kennedy belong together. And I think they have similar energies. I would be interested to hear Uh, astrology-wise, how they match up. I'm not really into astrology, but this kind of relationship does make me wonder, astrology-wise, how they line up. But I think Lala, you could read it as Uh, potentially a little jealousy, but I don't read it at that. I read it as like, are you insane, dude? Like, what is up? You're drinking all of a sudden after you've been sober for a little bit of time, and now you want to throw yourself into a relationship because you're literally here at Sheena's wedding on top of the last season finale was an engagement party with you and Raquel Rachel. So then we go to... um, Okay, now this is really interesting. We are at Tom and Ariana's house, I believe, I believe this is their house because it looks like that's their back patio. The only thing that threw me off was I was trying to remember if they had cats. I knew they had Charlotte who had passed away and their their other dog. But it looks like there's like this cat uh, tower in the background. So that was the only thing throwing me off if this was their house or not. But Tom is in one of those hat wraps that was really popular like six years ago and like a white V-neck t-shirt and Ariana looks really, uh, pretty in this like lep. is that like a zebra print? And they're having this like serious conversation it looks like. And, and we, we start to Ariana, Tom tells Ariana having theft like four times a year, like kind of just inferring like he's not down with that. Now let me stop this right here. So this is where we start to build a case for why Tom psychologically cheated on her. And you might be going like, Oh, that makes, well, that would actually make a lot of sense. No, that's not, that doesn't give somebody the right to cheat for seven months. Now these kind of conversations should happen in a relationship, right? If Tom is wanting sex a lot, then yeah, this might not be the relationship for them, but this does not give anybody, um, the right to do that to their partner. We also know from the show that Ariana, you know, has, uh, um, I don't want to say hang-ups, but there's a reason why, uh, I think there's, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the discourse about this once this airs. I think we always tend to blame women really quickly we'll be back to that in just one second now is my favorite part of the show when i get to talk about our sponsor and today we have a returning sponsor uh it is our friends over at neutrophil uh now i love neutrophil because listen I love my hair. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say it, and I have a vested interest in continuing to have glorious hair. And I so I am now a proud user of Nutrafol, and I think you should be too. Uh, now I'm a dude, and this can be used for dude, but it's also really used for women. Thirty million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair, and if you're among them, know that you are not alone, and that there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. And by the way, thinning hair is a completely, it's common, it is a normal experience for millions of Americans. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. It supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. Stress, I got that. Hormones, I think I got that. Environment, yep, got that. Nutrition, I've got that. And metabolism through whole body health. Now it has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. On each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. Uh, They even did a clinical study, you guys. 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 3,000 plus doctors, top doctors, and stylists recommended Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. Now, listen, you guys, I've been taking this now for about a month and a half. I mean, listen, they say that you're not going to see results for a couple of months, I'm telling you like, my hair is like the biggest it's ever been and I'm sure that's just me not getting a haircut but I but I, I, love it also I said this the last time but it is one of the coolest in fact I, I have one of the empty bottles that I saved just because it's like I've never like held a bottle that is like weirdly so well made like the heaviness of it you it's like I'm like, I'm keeping this. This is wild. But okay, you guys, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show, So Bad It's Good, by going to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. And you can enter the promo code SOBAD, which I always like, why is it so bad? It should be so great or so good. But yeah, the code is so bad. You get to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code SOBAD. Uh, You guys only, you take four pills every day, and you're going to begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in three to six months. Also, you guys might know my mom's going through stuff. And right now she doesn't have hair and I keep joking to her about this product. And she's like, heck yeah. Okay. What, w- once we're done with, I'm going to try neutrophil. So I think Becky Bailey's going to be a customer. If you don't have, that's like the best. I mean, that's, that's the best customer you can get. So anyways, uh, try that. Uh, it's going to be in the show notes as well. You guys, so just click on it, check it out for yourself and, uh, hopefully you'll give it a shot. I hope people will be very understanding of this and take into a lot take into account a lot of different factors but it doesn't mean that Tom then gets to just bang Raquel as much as he wants because he's only getting sex four times a year I gotta tell you the first like 16 17 years of my life I had zero sex so four times a year if I was like I would have been like wow what an, what a cornucopia of sex then we go to this next scene and this is great. Ariana is in the pool with what looks like a studly dude, right? And Ariana tells Tom, we see, we hear the voiceover from that previous scene going, I cannot have sex with somebody who feels like a stranger. Now, you could put a lot of meaning behind that and the fact that Sandoval's always out. He's He has his band. He has his multiple bars. He obviously has a side relationship with Raquel from what we're now learning. So that line might mean that. The line also might not, also the line might mean I don't feel safe with you right now. I feel like we are. Remember, Ariana started off the first episode of this season in a banquet at TomTom Tom with Lala and Katie saying, I can't wait for Schwartz and Sandy's to open so I can finally have my guy back. I just can't wait to go on a date with him. That was in the very first episode. So they are, and by the way, there are times in relationships you're nine years in, you do feel like strangers sometimes. And, you know, you ride this wave of, can you get past that? And if you see it, you know, like without and Tom, I guess, couldn't do it. But anyways, so we see this in the pool, probably at Sheena's wedding, and it looks like they're just both laughing and having a great time. This guy, you guys, is Brett Kenyon. He is one of Sheena's BFFs, one of Jamie Lynn's BFFs. He's been on So Bad It's Good the first season. He's also one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans ever. He went to the first two shows in Arizona this weekend, and I was just texting with him. He's going to come on once he gets the green light because he wants to talk about this, and he wants to talk about Taylor Swift again. But this presents him as straight, and he is a very proud gay dude. Um, So he is cracking up that this like people were like, who's this dude with Ariana? And it's like... Yeah, it's like it's a really fun gay dude, and they're having the time of their lives. But this is another misdirection where the producers of Bravo don't know if you know that. So it's one of those things of like, was she doing something with dudes on top of this? Um, okay, then we go to <laughs> the Schwartz thing. We see from the beginning it's the same outfit, same scene, and Schwartz goes, "Open relationships are fucking tough," while he's stroking his chin. Now this is my, the- my This is my take on this. We've heard that, uh, you know, in the first trailer, Sandoval, like, was asked by Sheena, I think, like, are you guys in an open relationship? Uh, Ariana shot that down on Twitter. We are definitely not in an open relationship. My thought here, if we got that dialogue about having sex four times a year, and that is in this trailer, in my imagination, what if Sandoval is at Schwartz and Sandy's like, what's up, dude? Can I talk to you about my relationship really quick? And he's like, I'm just not... Uh, I just I'm so I I just want so much more sex. I, I'm thinking about presenting an open relationship to Ariana, and then Schwartz is like, "Oh man, open relationships are fucking tough, bro." That's my theory. Um, I, I mean, I, could could that be something where Sandoval's trying to present the idea? I mean, this is like Tweedledum and Tweedle Dummer here. It, it there's it, if that's the real scene, I will. It'll be so unironically funny. Um, but who knows? I mean, I, I just, it, it's obvious that from those scenes, Sandoval all of a sudden isn't happy. But my question is... Was he fine before the Raquel stuff happened? And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, when dudes try to find something wrong in a relationship, once they realize they don't want to be in the relationship anymore. So they start piling on reasons of like, oh, this that never bothered me before now bothers me, you know? And so this could be that scene where he's almost using production to set up what's eventually going to happen after like, cause I don't think he planned on this happening this season. He was going to do it after the reunion. So what if he's setting up a case at a certain point in the season? So the audience will be like, yeah, he does deserve something different. If you know what I'm saying. So he could still look like a good guy. Then we go to Sheena in the half hat. Now this This is a scene that's filmed in the last two weeks. In fact, this is the scene, I believe, that was shot the Friday that we all found out. Sheena's in the bucket hat. I think face by Reality, Um, a great Instagram account, posted this, and I reposted it on my Instagram. It's the same hat she was wearing, shot by paparazzi photographers outside Ariana and Tom's house. And Sheena's like... This is a full-blown love affair. Now, look, Sheena, you can see three of her nails in this if you're watching on, and they do not look messed up at all because you do have to also think, like, this is after, this is Friday. Allegedly, she had shoved or hit Rachel Raquel on Wednesday night after Watch What Happens Live. So we want to pay attention when this scene actually airs, if there's any bruising on her hands, if there, I'm, not, I'm not even joking, if there's any kind of sign of, one of those nails not being there anymore, but she's all in white. She's just like, yo, this is a full blown love affair. So it's not even just cheating. We are now being told officially everything that we've heard is true. This has been going on for a while and they're supposedly in love. Then we go to Tom. He's in this black shirt and Sandoval goes, I wish we would have tried harder. This is definitely at their place. We see in the background, I see the, the little area and then the pool behind it and he's obviously so this is obviously shot in this last two weeks as well so i wish we both tried harder so this is gray and this is what we had got kind of from the information behind the scenes of he was gaslighting her kind of almost saying it's her fault as well like she should have tried harder as well once again you just you know you can't throw that on her if you've been cheating for seven months if you were not cheating for seven months, you can say things like, like, I want you to try harder. I need to try harder too. So this is him already having seven months of this. So he's already told himself in his head how he feels. And he's telling her now she's to blame for a part of this. Then we go to Ariana going, and by the way, I said this this morning. It was like, Ariana looks like, I mean, I don't know. if Like she just looks great or I mean, like, I, I mean, this is such a, um, a stupid comment because it's like, you know, who cares if she live, but she looks really like for going through a really tragic time looks way better than Sandoval and Ariana goes, "You don't deserve one fucking tear of mine." Because that is funny. For a guy to do that to her for 7 months and then he's like, "Hey, you know, like and he's like, "Oh, I feel so bad, man." And it's like, "Why should Ariana feel bad for Tom at all? She was being she she was made to look like a fucking fool." Then we go to this um Lala telling, so it's Katie, Katie's dude. Okay. So they're in different outfits than the date night that we saw earlier. So this is a whole different thing. Uh, I thought Sandoval's wearing that like tank top with the black and blue stripes and like this, what looks like a fruit loop necklace. And if, and there's like a surfboard on the wall. So I was like, Oh, is this at Sheena's wedding too? But I don't think they like Katie didn't go to Sheena's wedding, but she was there, I just don't think they had a scene. So I was like, is this Schwartz?" And S-? I was trying to find... Like, I was trying to figure out where they are or what this is. But Lala's telling Sandoval, she saw the both of you at the Abbey together. Now, I think some Instagram account I saw, like, they were like, oh my God, he's also cheating with somebody at the Abbey? No, this is Lala. And this is... Lala said on Heather McDonald's Patreon in August that she had suspicions about Sandoval and Rachel, Raquel Rachel. Now, this is... Like, Sandoval and even... I, like from the, when I even started knowing that those guys, Sandoval loved the Abbey, not be like, and there's nothing to do with gay or it's a great bar. It's a fun bar. Like he loved, like he would always go to the Abbey. Like there, all those guys would go to the Abbey. And I know I, I remember Raquel and DJ James Kennedy. I have pictures with them when they used to go to the Abbey. It's just like a hangout that's close to Tom, Tom and sir. But this is another thing where I think Raquel and, and, Tom Sandoval were getting chummy at the Abbey, and Lala calls him out on it, which I then think this is what the open relationship bit, which we saw in the first trailer with Sheena. So there were rumors about this, but they heavily denied it, which then also tells me uh was true that I was hearing that they knew she had a schoolgirl crush, but it was completely unrequited on his end. Then we go to a shot of that scene with Sheena and Raquel kind of like twirling their hair listening, um, which I always wonder if she knows really listening or if she's, just, if she's just thinking like, oh, what's going on with me tomorrow? You know, like I always wonder. Then we see a shot after this of in the last two weeks, this is the same uh, shirt that he's wearing when he just said, I wish we had both tried harder. He has a, is that a squirt in his hand? Like he's a soda. I think it's a squirt. He's, uh, he, and Sandoval's like, you don't know what's going on between us which I take it to mean what's going on between him and Raquel. Because once again, you're right, Sandoval, because you've lied about it for seven months. How do we know? Also, this is weird. So he does look like he has some sort of bruising on his right eye. And so here's the deal. This happened Wednesday night. This potentially was shot Friday or Saturday of uh, after they found out. Was he hit by somebody? We've heard about the Raquel Sheena alleged uh, altercation, but was he hit by somebody? My thought too is he puts makeup on that eye anyways when he performs, but was he hit by somebody and who was he hit by? Did Ariana hit him? Um, I'm not, I'm just curious. There just looks like obvious bruising. Somebody, oh, oh my God, now that I just thought that. It might have been Jeremy. Uh, No, this... By the way, guys, this is completely alleged. This is all just off the top of my head. But Jeremy, like, confirmed it uh, on an Instagram post on DJ James Kennedy that Friday. And he was livid, saying everybody's toxic. We know Jeremy stayed with Ariana that weekend. Who knows? But it does look like something physical happened to Tom. Uh, But Tom is so doofy, he might have just tripped as well. Then, in the next shot, we have Raquel Rachel going, I don't fucking regret our relationship. This, I do not believe to be a scene with Tom at all. There's a tree in the background, which leads me to believe this is either at Tom, Tom in the back or at pump in the back. Uh, I could be completely wrong. This might also be at Sheena's wedding. Raquel looks really done up. What I believe to be, this is the final, this was what was going to be the final episode of the season before any of this happened. Um, And we'll see this in a couple minutes, too, or not a couple minutes, in like a couple seconds when Lisa's like, I want everybody to have a good, you know, this is, I believe, would have been the season finale where she, I believe, is talking to Schwartz, saying, I don't fucking regret our relationship because she gets so much shit after kissing him at Sheena's wedding. That's what I believe. I could be completely wrong, but I will go on record that this is not about Sandoval. Then in the next one, we see Ariana. This is obviously that Friday. Um, we also, and, and we know this for a lot of reasons. It's the same outfit she was wearing in those scenes earlier. And then you see to the, uh, the, the, my no. can we go back to the Ariana one? We, uh, see on the right, that's Logan. Logan is a waiter at Tom Tom, but is also one of Ariana's best friends. He's also from St. Louis where Tom Sandoval is from, and they've been friends since I've Like, I mean, I, I knew Logan, uh, I mean, God, like seven years now, and he's been uh, a best friend since then. And he's been there for her through this whole thing. So that's, she, he's right there on the right somebody with tattoos on their arm, I believe is a woman is on their left, but we'll find out later. So we do know this is in that like really scene where Tom comes in and is talking to her. Then the next slide we have Sheena once again crying in the bucket hat going, I had so much rage in me. So obviously she is talking about that night with Raquel. Now this is going to be interesting because if she really does have that hearing, they could and I don't think they will, they could subpoena this footage, especially putting this out. But I have a feeling if Andy's saying on his radio show that everything's going to be great. It's going to be the most amazing that something has worked out. And like I've said, many times I heard that this was going to be dropped. I heard that Rachel Richelle, Raquel, whatever we're calling her was going to drop this, but it is wild for her to talk about this on camera. But remember this is before those, the the, the hearing, like the charges were uh, brought to Sheena. So at this point, she didn't know Raquella, uh, Richella was going to do this. Then in the next slide we have, um, Tom in that same hat with the, this is in the scene from earlier when he's like four times a year for sex. I need more. And she's like, you just feel like a stranger to me. He has his white nails. He has a bunch of jewelry. He has the lightning necklace that is everybody's so fixated on. And he looks like he's about to tear up here. He looks like he's on, you know, so is this possible? I don't believe this was shot in the last two weeks. I believe this was part of the initial run of episodes. Is this him trying to do the crying? Like, is, you know, Oh, I need more. Who knows? Next slide we have is, uh, Ariana covering her boobies. I mean, I, I don't mean to be a disgusting dude, but like, you know, they're, they look nice boobies and she is, uh, well lit and she's going into the pool. And obviously this is when she has, uh, those laughs with Brett Kenyon, Um, and obviously I think this is going to be the same pool that we see Sandoval and Raquel in, I've seen some discourse because of the Dumois rumor about, did they have a threesome? Did they, I don't know, man, they're all adults. They can do whatever the F they want. Who knows? We will see. Um, I mean, listen, we, we're going wild with our imagination. I don't think so, but I can't tell you for sure no. But also, even if they did have a threesome, that doesn't then mean Tom gets to go have a full-blown relationship. I do want to point out part of the show that uh, she hooked up with Lala with Tom driving around. And that, that didn't mean that she then went and had a full-blown relationship with Lala after that. In fact, they were really contentious after that. Next uh, slide we have is Brett Kenyon once again pointing at like Schwartz, like in his face. There's a girl's arm over him this could be Raquel. I think it. I think it's Raquel. We also see Peter. Peter having the season of a lifetime, and we see another bartender in the back. I think. I think this is at Tom Tom, and I think this. I don't think this is Schwartz and Sandy's, but I do think this is part of what was initially going to be the season finale, and I think what I had heard already, and what I said on my show, is that I heard. Um, like Katie's family gets involved, and this is like a big fight after Sheena's wedding when they're back, going like, How could you? You've like, you're like completely soulless, da-da-da. So I believe this is part of what was initially going to be the season finale. Then we go to um and it gets starts getting really you know more intense because we're almost done. Was that the last slide? Uh one sec, you guys. Maybe. Meditza had to. Uh, one sec, no. Oh, whoa. Okay, so then, this is I believe in that that uh, last episode too. So we have Katie like yelling, or her mouth is open and looks like screaming. And you see this dude in the background, and he looks he looks like he's watching something intense go down. I that's either Charlie is that Charlie or Christina Kelly in the background. I do believe this is a part of whatever that last scene was with. What in the last side we, we just saw with Brett uh, going up against Schwartz. Potentially. And then we go to, this was definitely shot in these last two weeks. Tom is wearing the same black shirt that we saw. Also, Tom is, uh, you know, he's hitting the lightning motif a little too heavy. We also now see that he has a lightning bolt necklace. It's like, how far are we going to go? Like, does he have a, I mean, does he have a lightning Prince Harry? Or is is balls decorated with lightning? Like, what the, Like, does he have a happy trail shade with a lightning? And this is obviously either, I believe he's over at Schwartz's apartment and he's grabbing onto Schwartz. Like, Oh, what did I do? That's what I'm assuming. It's just like a quick shot. And Schwartz is like patting him on the back. Um, you know, sadly his hair is covering his eyes. My thing of just, I'm so mad at Sandoval right now that I, this looks to me completely fake, but also why are, you know, like guys, you've been through 10 seasons of this where all of you guys have done this. Like if anything, Schwartz's face reads of like, Oh, man, we're back here again? But who knows? I mean, it just... Obviously, this was shot on the same day. It it is wild, though. It looks like Sandoval had quite a busy filming day last Friday because he did all of that. Saturday, we know he went to Raquel's house and filmed. He also did that show in Orange County that night. So, uh, he finally... We'll see how the show covers it, but it looks like he did the majority of the filming. So it's going to be really wild to see how they cover it. And, and also he might be really scared, which then would go to the rumor of him refusing potentially to film anymore because he might've realized he looks horrible at that point. Okay. And then uh, the next slide is Raquel hugging Ariana or Lala. I, it it could, is that Ariana or Lala? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing Ariana just because, that would be so gross, um, just in the, the, just in the setting of all of this, um, and it, it just looks like they're hugging. I think that wallpaper looks like Schwartz and Sandy's wallpaper, if I'm correct, um, or their house. But they they both places have really cool uh, wallpaper. Then we go to uh, this is Ariana. She's screaming. What I believe she's screaming is Raquel. I think, but it is so. It's just as a still frame, it is, I mean, it's really so powerful and there's no joke there. I did a meme earlier comparing it to the Midsummer Scream of Florence Pugue in that movie when she's like all around the ladies and just like crying, screaming. But this is fucking, I mean, that's real to me. That is, there's just no, that's real, real pain. And they get a quick, just a quick shot of it. Then... Uh, we go to uh, Schwartz from an earlier scene when he was wearing that Fruit Loop necklace with the surfboard and Lala and all that. And he looks like, oh, he's like... And also, he's all shredded, like... His, bu- You know what? I was thinking about this. If you had the pleasure and you should watch Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock, Lisa Hochstein has multiple scenes this season where he was she was like, oh my God, Lenny is getting so in shape. He's eaten better than he's ever eaten in life. He's finally working out. I've been trying to get him to do this the whole 15-year marriage. Sh- Sandoval's always been in good shape, but I was watching earlier seasons and nothing like the shape he is in now. Like, he's all fucking, like, veined up and stuff. And it's just very curious that this also happens around the time of a seven month relationship. Uh, He he looks very angry in this still frame. Then the next one, we have Lisa, Lisa, you know, this is, I believe is what would have been the final episode goes, we will learn how to deal. Hopefully we'll all learn how to deal with your problems. And she's like all tearing up, but I'm sorry. I just don't buy Lisa and all this shit. She's like, Oh, thank God. You kids are still a mess. (laughs) But she's, presenting being sad. And I think this is the thing, which I think we see in the next shot of everybody looking sad around her. Yeah. We see Katie in the, the up the front of the shot. She looks very teary and it's the same outfit she was wearing in what I believe to be the final episode. We see Christina Kelly looking sad. We see Brett Kenyon uh, next to Peter. Peter has both hands in his pocket. We see Schwartz potentially wiping away a tear. And then we see Raquel Rachel, with a goofy looking smile on her face. I really, I'm, the more I study her, the more I just don't think she reads social cues. Like, I don't even think this is like potentially evil, though she's doing evil things. I just don't think she understands human emotions. I I mean, that could just be a wild guess. A lot of people have given me their theories on it. And I talked yesterday about, you know, Raquel comes from an adopted family. And I think I'm having a therapist on soon to talk a little bit more about this but there's, there's, I don't, I'm not making fun of her, but there does seem to be something off in just how she reads other people's emotions. I hope that's okay to say. Then the, the final, or we're getting to the final. Yeah. Sandoval is in their house. He's up getting something out of the cover. And he says to Ariana, this is the black shirt day. And he's like, you want anything? Which also, before we get to this next line, if you're in the process of like, you're, you want anything. Like I was trying to think about the psychology of a dude getting full on busted on a an affair. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to try to still be nice and see if she'd like a soda, some chips, maybe some ramen. Like the thought of like, <laughs> you know, Hey dude, we ain't going back to normal for a very long time. And then we cut to Ariana ending this whole trailer with, I just think that it's just a very powerful line looking to him and going for you to die and it's uh it's like holy shit holy shit and i believe if i'm not mistaken that is the very end of this trailer wow we did <laughs> 45 minutes oh my god you guys 45 minutes um it's a really, it's a really good, it's only a minute and a half trailer. Usually they're much longer. My question is how many episodes is this entire season going to be? Uh, information keeps coming out, but you guys, thank you so much. If you're watching this on YouTube and remember, if you're watching this on YouTube and if you're listening to this on the podcast, go follow the YouTube. It, once I hit 5,000 subscribers on a YouTube, I know this sounds silly. I'm going to eat a raw onion and that, that, you know, you're like, oh, who cares? I love raw onions. Raw onions have always put the fear of God into me for some reason. The taste is off. It's disgusting. I like grilled onions, but uh, it's something I really don't want to do. So if you want to watch me in pain, go follow the YouTube channel and all of that stuff. Um, But yeah, I'm going to do it. I don't know if anybody's going to want to watch me do it, but I'm going to eat it once the 5,000 thing hits. But that's it, you guys. Uh, Thank you so much. And we will talk to you very, very soon. Um, It's only Monday. Oh my God. Bye.
0: Batches.